What's up, man? Motherfuckers in the barbershop, waviest podcast on the planet from the hood. We do it most good. It's your boy, your boy, Oss. You can follow me on Twitter at 10 Stacks. Watch the show live on Twitter or Periscope at 10 Stacks. Uh, but, uh, got my boys in here with me, dog. Lando, be nice. Yeah, this is Lando. You can follow me on Twitter at the Tackler 1711 and at the Motherfuckers in the Barbershop podcast page. What's the deal? It's nice. You can follow me on Instagram and be nice two underscores and on Twitter at two underscores be nice. Um, we got a whole lot to get into today. Not really. Really, it's kind of simple. We just got to talk about the NBA playoffs, uh, the movie review for the week, and uh, I mean, anything else we want to talk about. But first, we got to start off. Shout outs for shaking my heads. Lando, would you like to go first? Yeah, I can go first, man. Um, I guess my first shout out is going to be to Deontay Wilder, Bomb Squad, man. Um, big fight over the weekend. Uh, like you say, first round KO. I want some money from it from it um, against Dominique Brazil. And it's just building up to the mega fight, man, between him and Anthony Joshua. So we're going to see Joshua fight uh, next week. So um, that was like a, just a shocking knockout. Kind of remind me of like the old Mike Tyson knockout. So definitely was uh, very entertaining. Um, next shout out, I got to go to Juwan Howard, man. Whoa. Shout out to Juwan Howard, man. He definitely uh, deserved it. Um, 19 years in the league, been an assistant coach. He's helped coach his uh, son's AAU teams. I like this move because the Fab Five has squashed the beef. They said there's no beef between Jalen Rose and Chris Webber. They all gonna come together and help him recruit, help him build the program, and uh, just give them their full support, man. And um, I'm all for that, man. Help him recruit. Sound like tamper. Tamper. <laughs> not not tamper. I mean, it's just hey, now, that's what boosters do. Tell me, nice the theory you came up with. What you mean? Oh yeah, I mean, listen, LeBron got a kid. Wade got a kid. Let's join our houses. <laughs> <laughs> So look, hey, and no, not not only that too. I just read something that Jawan Howard's son played AAU with the number one high school player in Illinois and like the number three player in Florida, and they they love Jawan. So that is definitely um, definitely good to have some connections. So you're saying this Jawan Howard is kind of gonna be like a uh, how uh, Penny Hardaway got Hell Memphis? No. Yeah, I think it Hell can no. be. I think it can be. Hell no. I think it can oh, be. I don't think so. Hell no. Oh, I don't think so. I mean, we talking about? No, I'm not. I'm not even a hater. We talking about. At, at one point, a perennial all-star, somebody who looked like they would be the face of the NBA going, you know, forward, and was pushing Nike to to make him a, a face of the organization with Michael Jordan still playing. Like, Penny Hardaway was a megastar. Jawan Howard was, at best, a very good NBA player. But he didn't have the stardom that Penny Hardaway and the, the persona, more so. His, his personality didn't extend off-court like Penny Hardaway did. I'm, that's not discrediting anything that Jawan Howard did. He's been a... Amazing ambassador for the game of basketball. He's always been. But bro, most of the, all them kids he recruited, they didn't even see him at his peak. But you're saying the him. same thing that I'm saying. Penny Hardaway's legend has transcended generations, no, and just kids him, our just age. Coaching, he has gym I just shoes. think him coaching high school. That for sure. That, that that's what the thing. But like, he to my Howard, to me, I, I, and I still I, I, Penny. Also, is benefiting from having Sam Mitchell, a former player, yeah, NBA coach on his staff, and also that. Mike Miller, yeah. who is. If you want to take away from what Sam Mitchell did, of course, nobody's seen Sam Mitchell who this our age, for sure. No, but he's a, he's a, sure. he's he's a, good, a good coach. coach. That's what I'm saying. But right. I'm talking about the playing status. 
they saw Mike Miller play because they right. saw LeBron play. Right. So that's something that resonates. I don't know if they have that at Michigan. Like I said, I'm not discrediting him, and I wish him the best. And he probably will recruit. Only thing I didn't like the way it came off is I don't think it's going to be anything comparable to what Penny. Penny Hardaway just overnight recruited basically the best class. They still got to get on the court and do it. Like 100%. No, no, no. That's simply all I'm disagreeing with is that it's not going to be the same turnaround. And to to what you're saying, it's harder to get into Michigan than it is Memphis. Of course. So, I mean, you got that factor. But, no, I think with him having this connection with the troops. And that's 100%. The fact that he is a Jordan Brown athlete, a former All-Star, played with the Fat Five, which is – you know, I can talk about his individual things, but kids know that. The Fat Five is something that still rings yeah. to some degree, whether or not you probably didn't see it, but you've seen the the people talk about it. Like, it was big, so big to the generation before us that that's something that people are not going to let die. You know no, what I'm saying? They'll no. be able to pass that on to their kids and tell them, you know, they, they started the baggy pants and the black socks and all these different things. They were mega stars, you know, rock stars. So it's something that is going to live on. But like I guess the only thing I disagree with, I don't think it's going to be the same overnight turnaround that Penny Hardaway had with Memphis. I think I think it can be just because Michigan it could is be a bigger school. close. But we looking at Penny Hardaway just came away with like eight top 150 kids. I can't see Michigan doing that. I just think with you saw the endorsement from LeBron, the endorsement from Wade. I, I just think you're going to have to connect with those camps. I, I mean, but it, it's around. like I said, I think for me, it's just the perfect storm with Memphis. Like you said, it's a little bit easier to get in. Penny has su- such a great resume with that high school team and, and coaching the AAU circuit. And then he's just a likable guy. And like I said, he has those other guys with him who are very knowledgeable and known, who are likable guys as well. And they all have the pedigree individually. If it wasn't Penny, Sam Mitchell, hey, I know I know the ins and outs of the league. I played in it. I coached in it. Mike Miller, I won championships. I played with LeBron. Mike Miller was a lottery pick. So these are three guys that individually can all come to you on a recruiting trip or just tapping in with you and say, I, we can get you there. Well, like I said, look, the Fat Five, they all, they all booster General Rose on TV all the time. Chris yeah, but the booster's different TV. than a coach. I mean, I, eh, not it's too much. Than a coach. Like, that's, they definitely help, help get the players there. So I'm definitely cool with that. Um, shake my head, man. Austin put me hit to the, um, to the Jeopardy dude, man. He on fire, he, man. You shaking your head at that? I'm checking out the competition they're going against. Man, oh, just, so you're not aware? Yeah, oh, just, just $2 million. Dollars. He's the second person just passed $2 yeah, million. Dollars. Two mi- be nice. Listen, there's this dude named, I think his name is Jason. It's like Jeff, James. 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 Yeah. His name is James. They call him the cyborg. Caucasus. Huh? Is he a Caucasus? White dude? Yeah. Yeah, he's a white dude. He's like a uh, former sports gambler. And uh, he has been on Jeopardy for, I want to say, the last two or three months. And you know they record him ahead, so he, I, he he's already on like the next season, okay. still dominating. Um, and he has been on fire. Like he has not lost, and it's not even the fact that he has not lost. This nigga starts at the bottom, so he takes out like all the two thousand dollar questions. I think they increased the amounts. Like it's no more like one thousand, like no, two thousand. No. All two thousand at the bottom, he just answer all those, answer the row above that, and he just go looking for daily doubles. And then he just doubled down with down there half his bankroll. So is he cheating? No. He really not. He just, uh, he quicker than everybody on the buzzer. Okay. And he just knows everything. So it's like a combination of just him being faster than everybody, him having the perfect strategy, and him being able to just double down and win every time. He, so, he got burned on one, but even still, it's like he's so far, even if he loses a daily double, He's so far ahead of everybody else. Yeah, makes sense. They don't even make no money down there. So why are you shaking your head at this? I'm just the competition. Oh. That's why I'm shaking my head. Because I've seen Ken Jennings, like, that's back when I was watching Jeopardy more. When he did it, it was it was battles. It was battles. Like, when he got to about this 20 of 1, you can start seeing the wear down. 
I don't see the word I don't do. No, he do. Yeah. He, the only thing, the only thing, because I listen to an interview, the only reason he might just lose is because you gotta, he gotta get all that money. Like they, they don't give you all your money until you lose. Right, right. And then I think they give you like installments and shit like that. Right. So it's like, unless he just, if he ain't really pressed for the cash, then he just might run it up to three, four seasons. He's too quick on the buzzer. He said he just practiced that all day. Like, before he got on, he just... And that that's kind of what I was going to say, too, going into, like, the competition and stuff. I think that's more so is one or the other. My mindset is, like, maybe you had somebody who's really good at, like, the game show setting and maybe not that great at Jeopardy, and then you got some people who are just intelligent, and they don't have that persona to be out there like, oh, you're smashing, and, you know, they don't have that. All right. Some nah, people I mean, might just be I nerds. Can, they might just be smart. I can't even really say that because, like, even we don't talk about the movie next week. Even White Man Jump, they practice that shit. Yeah, they did, they, but that don't mean everybody we get good. Go on the show, they practice. For him to win 27 straight... And it's like he already Come surpassed on, the nigga who won way more games and yeah, he passed past him in money. Yeah, just be six, six, six more games to do it. I mean, he no, said like for, for what he said, everybody knows the same stuff. Yeah, he said like they give you a test beforehand, you take it, so you pretty much know when the question's coming, and uh, and you just gotta be quick. And that's that's what I was saying. It's more so just you know like it's it's about like some people good test takers, some people ain't. But also, he put the press. He. <laughs> it's almost like they're putting up the 125 in the basketball. He put the pressure on niggas. Them niggas be freezing. There's a lot of you go for 2000. It's like, oh man, this nigga ready. <laughs> he ready to risk it all. No, he I ready don't to know risk, if I'm risk it all, man. He lit for them doubles and he doubled down. You just sit like, damn, can I get a turn? <laughs> you try to smash. And it's like, it's one thing, like, say you flunk, you beat him and you get it wrong. It's like, oh, fuck. I'm, nah, I ain't never going to get it again. Or then you get it. You get that question right, and then you, Alex, can I get that for 400? And he give you it, and you get that one wrong, and he just going to take it. I've been watching a lot of Bones. It sounds like an episode of Bones. Sound like a nigga might kill him, man. He better watch his back. He might be doing this for the government. <laughs> better watch Somebody his gonna back. Break his, yeah, Alex Trebek going to break his fucking buzzer hand. I don't need no more wins out of you. That's <laughs> enough, James. On some casino shit, dog. Yeah. Uh, that's it? That's it for me. Uh, be nice. What you got? Um... Shaking my head at like the the cases just kind of piling up on rappers, man. It's unfortunate. Everybody who know me know I listen to a lot of newer music. I, I try to stay up to date on music. I just I like to listen to a lot of different things. So you know, a lot of different albums came out. I listened to the Steve Lacey album, the Lucky Day album, which are R and B albums, and then you know some of the hip hop albums that just dropped. So I try to stay with the trends, or not just the trends, but I started to look for new artists. You know, what I'm saying I like to have a diverse repertoire of artists that I'm listening to. And, you know, as far as hip-hop, anybody who, you know, has paid attention to the stuff that I've talked about in the last year or so on the show, I fucked with Youngboy Heavy, I fucked with Kodak Heavy, I fucked with Melly Heavy. Melly facing the death penalty right now. Kodak got so many cases pending on him that it's crazy. And now it's one more that they had and it, you know, obviously came with the Rolling Loud, but they said he lied about, you know, his application to get some guns. He got the guns. Now they're saying one of the guns came back to a shooting with his fingerprints on it. So this could be the end of Kodak, the end of Melly, and then also Young Boy keep fighting cases too. You know, he just had some people try to assassinate him, and the guy died. So I was just shaking my head at that shit. That shit, wow. Him? I mean, or murder him. He said assassin. <laughs> I'm assassin. He said it. He said somebody tried. So he had assassin. Hey, look. Did he have a professional assassin? He said somebody tried to assassinate him. So I'm rolling with that quote. That's a good quote, man. You never know. But that shit is just wild to me, man. And like, the rap game just weird right now. Just weird shit going on, man. And I think the best thing that I will say that you said in in recent memory is like 
I just don't want to hear nobody if they ain't talking my shit. But after Nipsey died, it's like, damn, bro. Like, you know, everybody ain't the greatest nigga. But some of y'all niggas weak. And Gunna one of them niggas, bro. Gunna just weak. I'm sorry for all my friends who like Gunna. I don't like that nigga. Gunna, he just Gunna weak, he ain't talking about shit. Nothing. Cat in the hat. Man, nursery rhyme. That shit is boo And he kind of stole my nigga Sybaby swag. And I like Sybaby. I can't listen to Sybaby. That shit weak, bro. Playboy Cardi weak to me, too. But I did hear that song and niggas be having a snippet. That shit fire. That shit funny. That shit is fire. That's a shout out. That bitch is fire. That bitch is fire. I ain't gonna lie. And I ain't even big Cardi dude. Man, I don't rock with that nigga, but I kept hearing the snippets and that shit was fire. So just piggybacking off that, I'm going to shout out Young Nudie had a project. I never really listened to Nudie, but I think he like 21 Cousin or some shit like that. He's Slaughter Gang for sure. He had a solid project. You know, just another guy I was given a chance. I've tried some of his projects before. It didn't really roll over to me. For me, it's always your production. He got some nice-ass beats on it. Piggybacking into that, YG just dropped a project. It's for sure his best project that he's dropped in like the last three. Because after his debut, he just been butt. You know what I'm saying? It's unfortunate. But he kind of bounced back with this, and it felt like he got more back to his swag. YG ain't the best rapper, he don't got the best lyrics, but he got some bouncy beats and he kind of talking a little shit on there where you kind of feel the West Coast vibes. Got good Ty Dollar, Ty Dollar Sign features, Kamaya features to where it's like, all right, see what's going on here. Some real West Coast shit. And that's what you're looking for when you listen to YG. I don't want to listen to Fuck Donald Trump. Unfortunately, I was, it was a political song, but it ain't that's really like, the best so song. So you like Snitch Nigga, Bitch Nigga? Nah, I mean, it got a good ass beat. <laughs> and the only reason I know that is because I listened to the remix with the baby. And the baby, like, the hottest nigga out to me right now. I, nigga you know, I ain't really like the baby. I mean, everybody, I had to tell Monte this on Twitter earlier. He was talking about Melly. Like, everybody waving for everybody. Like I said, I don't like Gunner. Niggas adore Gunner. I don't like that nigga. So I, I just recognize now that it's like everybody got different palettes for music and it's different things that kind of. Stand out to certain people, and you like what you like. So I just don't feel like I just don't like when it's like a little baby and a dub baby. And I'm not. And they had some some people try to push a beef on them, but they was like, you know, we grown men. I think that's just <laughs> they call themselves babies. They it's just men. weird, you know what I'm saying? It's just weird <laughs> where now you get situations where everybody because it's a Detroit rapper who also I was gonna shout out Baby Money, who also before Little Baby was hot was going by Little Baby, so he had to change his name. But you know, what I'm that's saying? fucked it's up. Fucked up but fucked he got up. a solid project from Detroit, man. I think it was dope. And also, Money Man dropped something that was okay. You know what I'm saying? I'm not a big Money Man fan. Uh, he, he had a solid project, you know what I'm saying? I will say, though, I was kind of unimpressed with Money Bag Yo, but I always am. I'm not really a big Money Bag Yo fan. So, you know, Money and niggas was saying that he fucking with Meg Thee Stallion, so I didn't really appreciate that shit. You know what I'm saying? He was know. fucking with Meg Thee Stallion? They always around each other. For real? Yeah, so I don't like that shit. I don't like that neither. I love <laughs> Meg Thee Stallion. You <laughs> know album? Yeah, was right. I mean, it ain't for me. You know what I'm yeah. saying? But it's not. Not a hot it, girl. To me, it wasn't better than the first one or the first project she had dropped. The Tina Snow was better. This one, the, like I said, production. The beats got kind of funny to me. I ain't really care for them. But Have it was some solid projects. Yeah, she killed. I done said it a few times. Well, she ain't just cute. She fine. She give, yeah, she I ain't gonna lie, Meg Every time she pop up in my timeline, she put a smile on my face. Yeah, she bring joy to my life. I do got a question in music. I, like I said, I went to the Joe Budden podcast thing, and they was talking about, and I heard it, the album, to the DJ Khaled album. Uh, like I said, I like the song with Nipsey, but how did you feel about the DJ Khaled I mean, it's, it, it is what you expect it to be. DJ Khaled album is like a compilation album. So it's never gonna have no true vibe. It's always gonna be a big mashup. And it's like that kind of discredits what you get out of an album, I feel like it's like, I don't even think people pay that much attention to it, but like, your track listing matters. Like, the the rotation that you go through and labeling your songs and how you vibe and go through our, this is the portion where I'm turning up and then you transition. Like, that shit matters. And for Khaled, it's hard to have that cohesiveness because 
A is not all one artist, and B, he like creating specific vibes for each person. So it's weird. You know what I'm saying? Like you got the Boozoo Bat and shit, and it's like this shit don't really match with Big Shine. Like you know what I'm what the fuck is what's going on here? Like you said, it was okay for the for the intro. I, I just feel like I mean, he, that, it's always the same thing, and it's been the same thing for a decade plus. He get hard ass verses. Like people respect Khaled, so they that's, I, that's, some people go I, hard for him. That's what that's what I'm gonna disagree with. I think a lot of people on this album game throwaways. I mean, not Big Shot. Big Shot. Big Shot did his thing. Nipsey did his thing. You know, but it seemed like everybody else kind of was like, oh, okay, you look, I ain't using this shit. You can yeah, have. I not saying that it was weak, but I just feel like the, his hot songs on his last album might be. I mean, he re-rocked the, the Quavo, Justin Bieber, Chance shit, and I ain't gonna lie, niggas don't really want to hear Chance the Rapper right now. That nigga's not a favorable guy in the streets. Good guy. Music, <laughs> nigga not favorable in the streets, bro. Niggas not fucking with that shit no more. And it's unfortunate, we've seen that transition before where Lil Wayne got off the lean, and niggas like, ah, this music don't sound the same. I do like the Lil Wayne song. Bro. Eminem got off the got off the drugs, ah, this music don't sound the same. Chin stopped doing acids, ah, this music don't sound the same. And that shit, like I said, it's unfortunate because you want people to have healthier lives, but damn, his shit just don't sound good no more. You know what I'm saying? Like I said, it's fucked up. But I will disagree with you. I think that they wasted that that freaking you sample. I did like that song though. I like the the hook yeah. and the beat is amazing. Wayne is tolerable, but they got weak ass gun on that bitch. And he talks boo boo. I didn't even hear this <laughs> part. Niggas like, boo <laughs> boo. Oh, they boo. The Travis Scott. And, uh... It was straight. It was straight. I just feel like but that's a Todd Dollar song song right? No, that was oh, another. Okay. He got no, two. No, this no this. I'm talking about this features. is like oh, a thing. They yeah, had a the thing. thing they did. Yeah. Cause I I like the Todd Dollar song. I just I would have liked another verse from that. That's song he got with J. Cole. And that's that's what I was... I, I didn't say it to somebody, but I seen somebody talking about it. I just feel like the song wasn't long enough. Like, yeah. Cole wasn't awful on the song. I mean... What's, wait, what's it's that? called Purple Emoji. It's a Todd Island and Cole song that dropped earlier this week. I just... I, and that's how I feel about Todd. Like, I like him, but I just feel like his features are always better than, like, his main work. And I, I, I just think there was a weird vibe because it didn't seem like a full song. Like, yeah. it, it, it's a Cole verse, and then it just seemed like Todd Dollar's on, on the hook. I already like B-Times 3. Like that. Yeah, he keep kind of stumbling at this point. You know? And that's yeah, fucked up. When you see that artist, though. When he feature on shit, he kill it. But like you said, on his own, it's like... Yeah. That's J. Cole, too, though. I agree. So this, was that song good with Travis Scott and... Uh... I thought it was cool. I didn't really like... Cole got like a, a portion of it where he used an auto-tune. I don't really care for that. And I think that was the biggest takeaway that I dislike is that he dropped two songs where like the content of the verse is too similar to me. Like, he basically talking about the same shit. Like, I don't really, you should have had them drop this shit like a month apart or something. I don't really care that I, because it's not like I'm listening to the same verse. Mm. That shit just don't, you know, don't bode well. But I think, surprisingly enough, it meshed good. But I think we just seen Cole try to take over. He heard niggas saying he was boring, so he going on this run where he's trying to rap on trap beats and rap with artists just like cool niggas right now. Lean into I, it. At least that's how I'm taking it. He got to lean. He had a he got a, he had a song on Offset shit. He got this song with Travis and, and Thug. He doing a song with Ty Dolla Sign. Niggas report me. He got a song with the baby. So it's like shit. He doing a song with everybody. He's got to lean. Nah, continue to lean into the boringness, bro. You didn't give a fuck what nobody thought for a minute, and then niggas stopped listening to kids on drugs like two weeks later. It's like just go, just just keep going, or do that with Kendrick. Release the Kendrick. That this is the worst time to come up with that Kendrick. CD. If they came out like they really missed the well, the bubble on that. No, it depends. Because back I, then they was making like more radio based music. I feel from like what I heard though. Did he do like a like him and his crew all got together? Yeah, he got fired. Uh, at least I think it's gonna be fire. You know, Return of the Dreamers or Revenge of the Dreamers mm-hmm. is is dropping sometime this this year, which is like compilation album. 
from Dreamville, but it features like a wide variety of other artists that's gonna be on there. So it should be dope. I think all the Revenge of Dreamers have been dope, but you know, it depends on what you're looking for. Moving past that, I really wouldn't say too many other things have been a shake in my head, a shout out. I mean, we haven't seen no new movies. And I will shout out Nike though. Nike always, you know, I don't buy shoes as much now. They always get me in the summer, man. I just like when they drop new shit in the summer, man. They come out with new models. They got like a Presto. It's a new Presto that's coming out. I like that bitch. I just like runners. So they, they come out with new runners every year. We'll just be like, you know what? Y'all niggas did something right here. I don't know how y'all did it. It's weird. I wouldn't have came up with this design, but it's cool. I did just bought them Air Maxes DT. Man, you know what I'm saying? So Nike always get you in the summertime, man, where you just been like, damn, you know, I don't want no new shoes. And then you see one, you're like, eh, maybe I will. Hey, I'll indulge. Other than that, man, I'm cooling, man. You know what I'm saying? Shout out to the basketball. The basketball. I was about to say, shout out. That's Because that's, I, I forgot my shout outs. And I had a couple shaking my hands. I kind of forgot that too. I got. I used to write them down. I, I thought I could remember them. My memory's bad. Shaking my hand, my memory sucks. But shout mm-hmm. out to Basketball Summers. Div and Lando, next Thursday, coming to an Instagram. That oh, it's official. The fight has been booked. It would have been yesterday, but Lando said he was too busy. He got a thing he, he preparing for I'm Sunday. Shout out to the Cappers. So not this Sunday. <laughs> so not this Sunday. I mean, uh, this Thursday. Coming up Thursday, what Lando. What time is that? Well, we gonna probably shoot for like ten in the morning, ten because I think maybe noon. On what? Uh, probably ten. Uh, what, what location? <laughs> Why would you got to do at noon? I got. I mean, I got to work now. It can be. It can be noon. It's eleven noon. I, the morning is probably better. But uh, it's probably gonna be. It's gonna be a better time. Like you had this really established. Have well, you talked to get, Devin about this time? We Devin yeah. had a long. Yeah, yeah, we had a long time. Yeah, you know, it's gonna be ten in the morning. Probably well, don't. That's what I'm saying. I can throw the whole day off. Yeah,我们在，我们在，我们在，我们在，我们在，我们在，我们在，我们在，我们在，我们在，我们在，我们在，我们在，我们在，我们在，我们在，我们在，我们在，我们在，我们在，我们在，我们在，我们在，我们在
Hey, people just need to stop talking about it. It's kind of good it went, it went No, away but see, that's, I feel like that's that's that really even fucked it up even further. Like, this is one of the greatest shows television has ever been graced with. Right. And the show ends, and literally, like, three hours later, nobody even wants to... They just want to get that taste out their mouth. It was a bad taste. <laughs> Sometimes you just got to listen. Sometimes you just got to let shit... They, they fucked up. They dropped the ball. You just got to let that shit... got to let that shit go. I'm just... I, I am so disappointed. I've never shook my head harder at something ever in my life. Because it just... It, it seemed like an impossible task to ruin a show like this. It seemed like it was not possible for them to really just fuck it up. I think the biggest thing... And, you know, we talk about, like, series, trilogies, things of that nature. You know, just series in nature. In general, movies, TV shows. To me, one of the best ones... And you could think about maybe technology or script writing uh, or what you have, you know what I'm saying, could be a little bit better. But the original Star Wars trilogy, to me, is one of the best, you know, storylines of all time because it was written ahead of time. And I think that's the problem that we see. And Lando kind of pointed that out to you before, us that no show realistically has a good ending. Like, they all fall short of that. But this one especially was but because, as you pointed out or as you feel, the season leading up to the last season wasn't good in your mind. So it's like this had an earlier decline than most. So it was like already left a foul taste in niggas' mouth, and this was supposed to be the resurrection. Like, oh, I was supposed to have a good end, and it couldn't even do and that. See, and that's why I kind of I feel both sides because I was telling Lando, I, I might have talked this to Amir too. Like, I, I can I blame the writers for sure. Dude, Dave and DB Weiss, whatever the niggas, I blame them niggas most definitely <laughs> because I just feel like I feel like overall you could not be a fan of Game of Thrones and put that on TV. Mm-hmm. They must not like the show. <laughs> Clearly, they must feel burdened by the shit. But I also. They signed on to adapt George R. R. Martin books. If you ain't gonna finish the books, then you really expect. What did you expect the niggas to do? They went out there and shit the bed, and it's like you gotta give them source material because once that shit went away, they sucked. And it's been like, like nine years, bro. Like I, I they still like, feel kind of lazy though. What they did, no, I did. Not, I think also, also said the, the right word. It was like a burden. It got to a burden, <laughs> and, and they wanted to get rid of. Like they doing. They supposed to be doing like the Star Wars and other bullshit. They wanted to get this over with, and you could tell that it was it was rushed. Um, they couldn't stick the landing at all. It just it just seemed like it just seemed like they. I don't know if they just ran out of money or just time, but they just wanted to get done with the shit. And they thought they was gonna do something that make everybody happy, but no, they just they fucked it up. And it's like even on like on a rewatch, I rewatched the last episode. I, at first, I got what Miro was saying, like oh, it wasn't that bad of an episode. It just, just just the season is bad, and it's just accumulation of the season. But it's like, no, nah, this episode sucks too. Yeah, like you look bad. at it, they they There's spend too many plot holes. They spent twenty minutes looking through Tyrion walking through King's Landing. It's like that's pointless. They killed Daenerys, and that shit just happens. You like, don't even feel bad. This is a, a character we've watched wasn't for even ten no leader. years. Yeah, it's like we niggas fall in love with Daenerys. She's a no main. Fight. She's a main. She didn't even character. know that John wasn't fucking with her. Yeah, I think that was the hardest thing. Where I watched Tyrion kind of give John a nod. Then they're like, "You know what you got to do." You know what I'm saying? Like it was that. I felt like that. That was trying to be their lead off. Like, look, it is. What but it he is, still wasn't. Good. He wasn't convincing enough. Yeah. yeah, and that's that's what I felt yeah. like. It was just like with John. Like I said, she didn't even know he wasn't fucking with her. Like they shared a kiss and he sneak snap stab her. Like, like, like damn. she wasn't even looking crazy. She just looking yeah. like, yeah, I just did a good thing. I keep doing this. We gonna, you know, we going hard. And I, that's kind of what I was saying about writing things out in advance where it was like they did try to figure out a way to tie all the ends, but it just was like it was so rushed. It wasn't it didn't it give everything sloppy. out of time. Yeah, it, it was sloppy. They should have started 
like if they was gonna do the Mad Queen shit, they should have started that shit last season. Of course, and they, they, they should have never had a relationship. But I always feel like John and Danny wasn't a. It felt rushed. It felt pushed. Like but their the rushed, is, relationship didn't seem genuine to me. Even with that, like season seven was seven episodes. Season eight six. If this is because I, I I'm trying to look at it as one big season because all the usual seasons are ten episodes. Right, right. This is one major season. This just sucks as a season. <laughs> like the whole thing is just ass. It's like damn, bro. Did y'all even? Think about the next step, or did y'all think past? Uh, like, why would y'all keep doing stuff like that? And then, like, even Daenerys dies, and then it just gets worse. It's like I couldn't believe this show got worse than that. It was, it was, it was like the, it was like the to a boss. Uh, it just turned to like the fast. That was like the fastest ninety minutes ever. Like it just nothing happened. You like, didn't see Jon Snow get captured or like any that, of his time. And that's the that's the thing. Like that wouldn't even happen. That's like as soon as they would have fought out, they probably would have killed him. They probably would have killed him. Or they ain't politicians. Or it's like even with the show, it's like when a person kills a king, they become king. That's how Robert Bradley became king. That's how kings before kings yeah. became kings. The Dothraki follow whoever kills their cow. If Daenerys is the cow, then of course they're gonna fuck with Jon Snow. He clearly was stronger. I don't understand how in that scene, I literally don't understand how if Jon Snow killed the king, killed the queen, and they didn't have no body, it was the so I didn't know what happened to the Iron Throne. He didn't. Nobody even brought his name up. And the whole season, they're asking him, "What would you do if you were king, John? What just, would you do?" Just, and they don't even bring his name just, up. Just sloppy work. I said, nigga, prisoner, man. That's all I need to hear. Yeah, but then, just then sloppy, Tyrion just yeah, decide everything. Just sloppy. Just sloppy. He just said, sloppy right he literally now. said, Brandon. Had the best story. This nigga was out of a whole season. He was out of this season. Like, <laughs> Brandon, like, no, he actually did nothing. And that's the funniest shit. I gotta go right now. Like, he, like, disappeared from the series when he said that shit. Like, he did nothing, man, but watch Game of Thrones with us. Oh, uh, uh, that shit was, uh, it, like, and I can't even really, I wanted to rewatch this the show, but just knowing where it ends and just going back, it's like, uh, it's just, it's not. I don't think it's gonna hit the same. I think they really fucked up. Like, game. I, I know some people probably think that's extreme. I am not speaking hyperbole. I think they ruined. No, I, I, I think they ruined the I don't show. Think I don't think this, no, you gotta stick the landing. Like, that's all you gotta do. They couldn't stick the landing. That's just. That's I think it. even even if just not like sticking the landing, like we we already chimed in on like the ending of most shows are bad. Yeah. So that's just something that's, you could be the greatest of writers, but if you don't have that already transitioned in your mind, like, all right, this is where we're going with this. You know what I'm saying? This is how we, if it's somebody's death, you know, somebody going to prison, any of those type of things, you know, walking away from something, you know, something like along those lines, they would have already predicted those moves and it would, like Lando said, would have been transitioned into last season. So it would have been set up to where you're like, oh, yeah, all right, this is already kind of happening and you could have the pathways to getting to that. With Game of Thrones, it doesn't feel like that. It seemed like they hyped up the Night King so much, and he just got wasted so early. Underwhelmed. And just bullied. I, let me say, so with Ernesto about this. I'm like, listen, when Iron Man seen the motherfuckers come from out of the sky, that shit fucked with him for about two or three movies. They saw the Night King, and they was on to the next one. Like, that shit. Yeah, that just, just happened. happened. Just it was happened. like a, a day. It was like a day. It was like, bro, it was no like, after they effect. They up, and it was like, yeah. Yeah, it wasn't no after effect. Or no, you know, it, just, it was just done. The done thing done. is, the best episode in the season a filler episode. Yeah. It was episode two. That was the best episode this season. Everything else was just trash. It was just like, what the fuck is going on? I didn't on? mind episode one. But like I, you said, that could have been... I hated episode one. That could have been one big episode. Like, it could have been one big episode. I, I think, like, episode three and episode five was entertaining. 
And like I said, I, I enjoy just like the action, but nah, I mean, just it, it could have been done better. Yeah, and it's like every scene. What happened every, in episode five? That's that was the Blue blew everybody else. Was action and acting. I mean, I mean, the, the hound and his brother. That, what else? I ain't gonna lie. I ain't like that. I thought that was lame too. I just like, nah, I feel like a fool hater. <laughs> but I just didn't like. like it just People feel this mission, so like, and he got already up out of it. Nah, I mean, I, I like to, I like to see the dragon like burn down the city and stuff. I just wish he would have killed uh, Cersei. Yeah, yeah. or something. Not the bricks. Even though niggas pointed out, they could have just moved to the left. The way them bricks yeah, were like smashed he, in there, like, I thought the whole moved. castle was destroyed. Tyrion walked through the whole bitch like he yeah. pulled a couple bricks down, yeah. stuck his mission ass, scooted over underneath like a. Uh, doorway. It would have been fine. It would have been no, good. Yeah, see, that's another, that's, that's another sloppy part, I think, because you ain't even supposed to be able to get down there. Yeah, no, it's like, no, oh, they didn't broke everything up. Like, what the fuck, bro? He and then you... Literally, it was a little bit of sunlight, and he pulled a couple bricks, then you just see Midji No, my thing, it, it shouldn't even be a, a stairway to get down there. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. The whole thing was destroyed. So, so it's just, yeah, it's just, yeah, it was too much just slot. Like, Arya left the city. Next episode, she just in that bitch. Oh, no, I'm right here. I ain't, that horse? Let that nigga go. Good horse. Ain't she cleaned up? I just, oh, man, it's just, I don't know, man. All in all. I think they just bit off more than they could chew. And it, it got to the point where it was like, Game of Thrones is so big, so much, that they didn't know how to handle the beast. It's like, all right, this might be too creative, too many plots, too many, you know, pathways we can go that I, I don't have the capabilities for this. That's Jordan already Martin took this out. He like, look, it could have been, it, this show could really go 13 seasons, yeah. honestly. With the amount of story. To, it was supposed to. And then once <laughs> once people's salaries and shit like that, you know, they, yeah. they shrunk it. But it, it was supposed to go 13 seasons. Yeah, so. but it's like, even still, like, HBO, they said they would have gained the last two seasons 10 episodes. They said they, That's the now least they, they would have did. Now they saying it. They said it now. That it, now that it fucked up. I they heard just, that before. I heard they would have probably did it. They would have gave them 10 episodes. It would have just been like, if anything, it would have been like season five, where they just like, it's, uh, it's boring, but at least it's... It's longer. Like, at least there's more details to the shit yeah, to make you believe it. Like, at least the High Sparrow... At the end of season five, we knew the High Sparrow's a villain. Uh, the Night King is for real. It was a boring season. Yeah, it was they, like, build, they built it up. Yeah, I they mean, built shit up. It was like, okay, this is decent. I mean... They, John Snow died. They, like, they can say it. They, they can say it's it. It's just so many wasted plot lines and just stupid nonsense that it's like... How I, long did you wait for this, Lando? Shit, what, two years? I feel bad for fans. Like, I'm a fan. I feel bad. Like, it's like, that's, that's really, that's why I don't think they were fans of the show. They could not have been fans of a show to make, to do something like that. I just, I just think they were ready to get done with that. Because I think they, they never got, they were never going to get full credit for Game of Thrones. Because it's still George R. R. Like, the best season was the shit that he pinned. Like, honestly. Yeah, he should have been more hands on with it later on. I think, but he saw but, it. He saw it losing his way, and he kind of fell back. And, and I, I think back. they, and I think they did. He, the, he they let did them the fall into their own like that. They were shit, and they were doodling. He let them fall into their own. Yeah, it's like McDonald's becoming you know conglomerate. Yeah, so but I, like that. Like, we used to make real burgers. But I, was also telling nigga, hey, shut up, old man. It's our show. Some shit like that. You never know what behind the curtain. Them niggas seem like a dickheads. Burgers they, a day. They, they yeah, yeah, definitely, David. He look like a dickhead. Like they literally have a second. That's a taller one. Yeah, 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 like they got segment after the show where they try to explain shit. Like at first, it was like trying to give you details from the book. The last two, they were trying to explain shit that was going on. Shit, oh, yeah, they, shit that they fucked up. Yeah, because <laughs> literally said that she forgot about the shit. And then you can go look at the episode where she asked about them. <laughs> 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 like the same episode. No, you, you can look at the episode. I seen a video where like they had her pointing out stuff that she remembered. Like she remembered Jamie Lannister was the person that killed her father. 
she remembers all this other stuff. She has encountered Euron three times. Yeah, he's always been he's been foiling her plans. He just did it again, and she just forgot. How could you forget a guy like this who's been fucking you over for? She didn't forget. They forgot. To, <laughs> they forgot to write it in. And I, look, and I honestly, I, I think if social media was around, like you said, shows like Sopranos, Wire, Sons of Anarchy, they probably all would have got hit with the same shit. But yeah, this was just awful, awful landing. Couldn't stick to the landing. Um, all right, let's get into some 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 real talk. I want to ask this question. Because I I am kind of enjoying what is the NBA playoffs, but I gotta say, without LeBron, it, I I don't even care about ratings. Taking ratings out of it, I miss LeBron in the playoffs real bad. The Eastern Conference Finals kind of push it. I told you that earlier. Because even though the discussion between whether the Raptors or the Bucks is the better team is a great discussion. And, and me and B Nice and flip flop buffs. I thought the Bucks was gonna win. He thought the Raptors was gonna win. Then like the next day he's like he thought the Bucks was gonna win. I'm like, I don't know. I think the Raptors got it. The thing is, Kawhi's playing pretty good. Very good. Giannis is playing alright. But it, their series is literally coming down to whichever bum ass nigga has the high hand for a night. And you would never see that in the LeBron series. It's between LeBron and the star he's going against. I think that's just more compelling TV, sports TV, than just watching Fred Van Fleet try to have the greatest game of his life versus George Hill. Like, yeah, like, the, I mean, the biggest star of the series is Drake. They talked about Drake on fucking first take in. <laughs> Skip it, Shannon. Like, I, I feel like LeBron, he just brings the drama, and he brings the storyline with it. And he's so dramatic that, yeah, he makes for great TV. Yeah. Um, But I do, like, last game was good. The last basketball's not good. bad. Basketball. That's why it's been, been too bad. But, yeah, it's, it's definitely it's not the same. I think I just the same thing you you compelling for are things that I don't like. It's like I don't like that LeBron James is that dramatic. And then also on the flip side, LeBron James is one of the greatest basketball players to ever live. But like one of the things that he gets praised for is making his teammates better. And I think that that's kind of where it, it kind of seems awkward with you saying like a bum ass nigga stepping up because LeBron supposedly makes his teammates better, but they never do anything with him. And you see somebody like Rodney Hood. I ain't saying he's the best player in the world, but he looked much better with the Portland Trailblazers with a little bit of I mean, pressure. On him. Ain't no pressure on him. Well, and one, he was playing like twenty minutes a game. That one game yeah. where he had a good game, where niggas when the niggas was literally playing hours of basketball. It was a yeah. he really played twenty five minutes that game. And he, he played, played a lot less. He played, but I, it's, it's, not even, it's not even just about that. Like him being able to get the ball on the block. But you know, like those are obviously it resulted in them getting swept. I mean. <laughs> I ain't gonna say that one. That his fault. I'm just saying. Remember last year when you lost that money to the Eastern Conference Finals? Then nobody really stepped then, up. No, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Because that go back to another point about the argument that we had. And I like Terry Rozier, but I told y'all niggas if you can't commit to the team, y'all niggas is bitches. And what he doing that game against Brian? Play like a bitch. Play like just miss shots, but you can tell. Didn't really nobody step up for LeBron, and he kind of he kind of did it himself. Like, you just, you get that. Like I said, I, I, I that was that game. That's kind of one of the things where Kawhi Leonard, like they pointed out, very good. Kawhi Leonard is seeing a lot of crazy defenses he actually injured right now. You know, saying he has the bum knee. He was playing decoy in one of those games. He allowed Fred Van Fleet to be confident enough in himself to take those shots, and he knocked them down. DeMar DeRozan ain't never do that for Fred Van Fleet. They was looking for Fred Van Fleet to make a yeah, shot at this ground. And he was blowing them bitches. But now he got a leader like Kawhi who... Kawhi, I ain't gonna lie, Kawhi Leonard's open my eyes. I've been on record saying not a top five player. Yeah, that was a stupid shit. Yeah, yeah. And I and somebody else kind of talked about this on Twitter too about Tim Tim Duncan not being a superstar. Those niggas just so boring that you know what I'm saying. Nah, he wasn't shit. saying that. He was saying somebody told him that. Oh my but God. I think that 
the the system that they play in just makes them be less dominant. Like as far as play to play, you gotta delegate so many different things to so many players that it makes people think like isolation wise or just busting a nigga ass, you can't do that. But you start to see, okay, this player does have that capability. And I, I mean not with Tim Duncan yeah, per se. But in the same same aspect, Tim Duncan wasn't as dominant looking go to wise as a Kevin Garnett was. Kevin Garnett was the only player on his team though. Oh, this nigga, this nigga had like forty in the in the finals, man. This nigga he like single handedly like put out Shaq and Kobe when he played them. He did. I'm saying like, dog, Tim Duncan used to get on the block and couldn't be stopped. I'm saying game to game. Tim Duncan was better than KG. I didn't say it wasn't, and I I do think Kevin Garnett was better, but you know it's neither here nor there. But like I said, their system and pop just kind of put some weight on you to where people don't see you in the same light. Like now I see Kawhi Leonard seem to be having fun. He seems to be a lot more loose to show his personality and who he is. He just seemed more comfortable. And he he has the freedom to say, all right, well, I don't really like what you're doing right now, Kyle. Right, you ain't going to touch that bitch. And I think that's cool. To whereas, you know what I'm saying, in the Spurs system, they wouldn't do that to Patty Mills. I just, I don't know, man. I just feel like when it comes, the way these series, these games is coming down, it's like if Brooke Lopez, it's really like these Brooke Lopez, you're not really counting on the star to really have the great game. Like, even the LeBron game, the most you count on J.R. Smith is to give you like 15 points. They really count on Brooke Lopez, Fred Van Fleet, uh, Nikolai Miritich. I mean, but I, I think Norman that that also Powell. go back to your point, too, about what you said with, with Kawhi Leonard being something that the niggas in the East ain't never seen before. Indeed. And Brian has seen it, but he had to see it that early. Yeah, that's so, And I think that it would have been the same point if LeBron James would have went back to the Cavaliers and he was probably good enough to get his team past the Bucks or, you know, some of those other teams. He would have had the same problem to Kawhi. Yeah. They, they, Giannis is going Man, through against Kawhi. Uh, I think Fuck so. no. What? No. Kawhi's deep. What? You wouldn't have been and stopping he busting your ass on the other end. He wouldn't have been stopping LeBron like this. Not just has a jump shot now. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Giannis don't have no mid range jump shot. Listen, but he would still be clapping that nigga. Still at his twenty eight. And, and not even just to say that he <laughs> could. Not even just to say that he could check him. But they got a whole other nigga that's the same size as Pascal Siakam. Like you gotta think. He just got the dirty last year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like Kawhi is the main guy, and then you yeah. rotate over. Then it's like, oh shit. Like, you know what I'm saying, size wise, I'm right here. He 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 wouldn't be locking over like how you doing, Giannis. No. But he definitely. I mean, we know Kawhi can give him problems. Yeah, then you got to see Yakim in the paint, or some or like a Mark Gasol in the paint. It made it tougher it for sure. It would have been a battle. But yeah. yeah, but he still like what you said. When the lights come on, he would have had his yeah, numbers. Had the thing is, I seen the stat per 100 possessions. Giannis is on. On Joel Embiid, he scores, he averages 51 points per 100 possessions. Mm. On Blake Griffin, it's 32 points. Yeah. On Kawhi Leonard, it is 15 points. That is insane. And Blake Griffin was the closest nigga. Yeah, like, it was nobody man. closer in between Blake Griffin and Kawhi Leonard. So I was like, damn, this is a whole dude. And they had Siakam, but after that, after going down, they're like, fuck it, we got to put but the man on him. He's like, what, quick enough and strong enough to make him shoot? And Giannis has not developed the jump shot that consistently yet. So, okay. but will he? Because he kind of, I think so. Because he, he didn't got better. He, don't he, need, every he year. don't need a real jump shot. And I think I told some people this. He just need a post fade. If he can get down to the block or the free throw line and have a turnaround, it could be synonymous with the, the hook shot from Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. He's so long that he can get his rhythm and just turn and shoot the ball. He'd be good. He don't need no pull-up I kind of feel like that, too. Like, I feel like a lot of people put the, like, putting the three on him would make him unstoppable. But you don't need that to be like like that'll make him the perfect. It's not cohesive with his game, like you said. The nigga arms is too long for him to have a realistic yeah, like rhythm dribble. Shoot, it's, it's not gonna happen. He shoot that bitch so like flat handed, and it's like it just 
I don't know. It's just like a big dude shooting like a little rim type shit. But it's like, he kind of, he don't got to do it. Like, I feel like he'd be Honestly, like, the nigga could do a hook shot. It don't have to be a jump <laughs> shot. He just needs something consistent to where he has an outstanding reach over you. And it's not him going directly into the rim. Because realistically, he's playing center when he's out there in the court. Yeah, he got better every single year, though. I, I 100%. Know, I know. And he is making threes. Yeah, that's right. He, he but it's just down. not something, that, like I said, where I was being more specific with a pull-up jump shot, which is something you see in transition that's a little bit quicker. It, it's something that superstar players tend to go to to get the, the defense on, off balance. So you can't have some some mobility going to the basket and people will open up. He won't ever have that. Like Austin said, his, his shot is kind of awkward. His arms, I think, are too long for him to position himself with rhythm dribbles. So he just needs something where he can kind of slow the game down. Almost like Paul Pierce-esque, where you're going to the block, Joe Johnson, Melo, where it's like, all right, you know, I'm stronger than you. And if this don't work, I can't just bully you to the rim. But I'm going to try to do something smooth, turn over my shoulder. If it is a hook shot, or the nigga arms long, he can just finger roll that bitch, to be quite honest. He just need to have that type of poise where he can slow the game down and go he get a He just need a move. Yeah, I mean, that's, that's why the <laughs> kid don't have no moves. No the moves. Euro is, is, is weighing thin. And, you know, like people talk about in the playoffs, that shit, they, they chart the transition to actually playing defense around what you're good at. So niggas, no, no, this nigga coming. Everybody locked together. Like, oh, like you can't let him Euro through you. He going to do it. And nigga did it from half court down there. So, like, they looking like, oh, shit, here you go. He really is like a R2 square. He yeah. Just, he, trying, he just running straight to the back. You don't give a fuck. And my problem is missing airball and free throws and shit like that. Like, you, you know. You yeah. I, but I that. think that's, and they kind of talked about this too. I think it was Kendrick Perkins on the jump. But it's like, you don't know how much. It meant for a nigga like Kyle Lowry to go as far as he has in the play. Because he's playing good right now. You know how much it meant for Kyle Lowry to actually go see that shit. You know what I'm saying? Or the Fred Van Fleece to miss those shots. And the Pascal Siakam to get his ass bust by Brown. All these players who actually been to that stage as to where yeah, Giannis got that pressure on him. And now it's like shit. Like you said, Brooke Lopez ain't doing shit. Bledsoe yeah, <laughs> ain't doing Blesso shit. Like, I can't get, get to the. I'm trying to dunk on these niggas. Why y'all won't let me dunk? Yeah, but that's you what, try to dunk on Kawhi. Missed that bitch. That's like, he tripping. Experience make the big difference. <laughs> he tripping right now. I can't dunk y'all. What y'all want me to do? Yeah, definitely uh, in the in the playoffs and final. Like experience, that's the key. Yeah, and like like you know like you said with the free throw. I think that all just weighing on him because it's like I'm be honest, nigga. Checked and willingly called me Superman. I'm the next guy. Giannis about to get the biggest contract in NBA oh, yeah, history. He about to get fifty six million dollars per year. He about to be the next Nike guy. This is somebody that come from France. You know what I'm saying? Of Nigerian background. He ain't got shit. And now you know they couldn't speak. He was a sixty seven on two K when they put that nigga's booty for like three years. Nigga had so much growth to where it's like he the next guy, and it just it's probably hurting him inside right now that it ain't falling. It ain't coming together how he thought it would. You know what I'm saying? Where there's a transition. I mean, I'm, I'm at the next That's level. That's the thing. I feel like now it's enough history on basketball where you know getting to the finals is tough. Yeah. Niggas had to fight. Every great player had to fight to get their way to an NBA final, let alone a championship. That's Steph that. Curry had to do it. LeBron James. James Harden going through it right now. Kevin Durant. He, he cheated. He cheated his way to one. But, I mean, he got to the finals, but he cheated to get his championship and shit like that. That was weak. Well, that's, you know, you know, you know, he just he don't do that, Yannis. If you a fan of the don't do the Kevin Durant thing. That's what this lame. But just go, just keep fighting like you do it right now. Kawhi don't leave next year anyway. So you ain't gotta worry about it. That's what I'm saying. The Bucks gonna be they gonna be there next the next few years, man. So you know. I mean, I don't know. If you pay that nigga fifty six million dollars, somebody ain't coming back, and Chris Milton gotta come back. Bless up, they should not have paid him that money. I'm starting to, I am pro niggas making their money, but I'm also, do what's best, yeah, like, I, I feel like, like, uh, you gotta be smart about, like, like, I guess we could transition, because, I mean, 
We don't know who's going to win that final. Who do you think going to win? Well, Toronto. Oh, be. over under. I got a question. Over under six games left in the NBA season. Counting this series and the finals. Yeah, I, th- I think I'll say over over Ooh. six games. Mm, six, six, six. I say over. Ooh. Seven? That's what I'm thinking. I. Boogie Cousins is a little bit closer in health. So you're saying, is this going to go to seven games? No, nah, nah, sweeping. I, I nah. think this is going to be, yeah, this is going to go oh, six. This ain't tomorrow already. Yeah, this ain't tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think they can go like five or six with, with the Warriors and that'd be over. I just can't see the Eric Bledsoe. Like, George Hill has been playing phenomenal for what he is. And Malcolm Brogdon has been the most consistent buck. They shouldn't have put him in the starting lineup, though. That's they what probably they did fuck with the psyche of some people. Yeah. Oh, uh, Bledsoe? No, nah, Brogdon. They I mean, he could have fucked with Bledsoe's psyche. He's not a, this is the thing, though. Bledsoe has been doing what he does best. He just can't shoot. The nigga shooting too many threes. And that's like a knock on, I guess, what the team's balance he is. He jacked one like, up hey. the other night. I'm like, damn, Bledsoe. I mean, but he even did that every game. Game three, he looked off Giannis. Last game, he just was smoking. It's like, you know what I'm saying? You, and you look at a nigga like, he, and here's my friend Van Fleet ass. He making threes. I'm better than Fred Van Fleet. No, you're not. Really? Clearly. At least not at shooting threes. Because he's smoking your ass yeah, like right now. I mean, he was like two for 13. He just had a hot game. Like, it was going, it was going eventually. Like, yeah, yeah. Was but the game before one. that, he was like three for five. He had found his yeah. rhythm. It's like, you know, eventually got to have one. I How mean, many did he make? Seven? Six? I mean, seven? seven. All right, good. All right. I was about to say, <laughs> this nigga just chucking the bitches up. Knocking them motherfuckers. He was knocking them. Yeah, like, because yeah. I, I wasn't all the way in the game, but I kept hearing Regiment like, give it to Brevin. And I go, it was a couple times where niggas was in his way. Like, Kawhi was in his way. Nigga hit two straight three, Kawhi in the nigga way. Like, come on, move, Kawhi. Goddamn, bro, you fucking up the rhythm. Norman Powell, like, hey, bro, get the fuck out the way. <laughs> that shit just was weird, but it's like, like I said, I don't see... Pat Cunnington saving him. Brooke Lopez, he did all that shit talking. And shit looked like it's down the drain. You know what I'm saying? He right back to boo-boo ass Brooke Lopez. You know what I'm saying? That shit weak. Man. Shit. Even though he playing, he is playing hard. It's just kind of blessed. I think Marcus Gasol just kind of stepped up. So it's like. Yeah, yeah. You know, and Serge come on. They got a lot of length. For sure. They're a long team. I, I think with, with Brooke Lopez, though, he started to get a little arrogant. Like, he taking some shots where it's like, Steph Curry shoot this, bro. You ain't Steph Curry. Yeah, he think he really think like, he, he just step into that bitch and shoot this. They, they do think he a big Clay Thompson. <laughs> Man, I don't know about that, bro. Um. All right, so a couple couple all-NBA questions, then we can probably move on to the movie review. Unless y'all want to talk about some NFL shit. We'll do a little NFL real quick. Um, do you pay Kim Walker the max contract? No. No, if I'm the Bobcats, no. No, why not? Um, I, I just don't think you missed the playoffs with them this year. I think you'll miss the playoffs with them next year. I mean, I, I just think they had a point where they just need to rebuild and maybe Jordan need to get a GM in there. Somebody that can uh that he, can he, build he, he paying for them uh Frank Kaminsky's yeah. and the other niggas he been Nick Batoon, any pay him a bunch of money. Yeah, yeah like, the, the Nick Batoon. Yeah. That's the that's the reason you can't give him the yeah. man. You wish you could, but the Nick Batoon is just what the fuck were you thinking, man? I ain't gonna lie, Nick Batoon, nah, I wouldn't have gave him that much money, but he looked like a great player. He did but he was in a, a the starting lineup with five other great niggas, you know what I'm saying? Damian Lillard, Lamarcus Aldridge, Wesley Matthews at the time before he tore his Achilles. And Robin Lopez ain't really shit, but you know, with the mother nigga, he good. He Gucci, you know what I'm saying? Right. He playing with them niggas. So it was too good of a team. And Nicholas Batum just fit the perfect role. He looked like the nigga. Yeah, triple double effort. Yeah, and that was the, he was like a secondary playmaker. And then he just he had the bad injuries. But it was it was always too much money. And he can't play defense no more neither. Yeah. Um, do you feel are you mad that LeBron was or like do you think he shouldn't have got NBA all thirteen? 
I think he should have been second team. Yeah. I mean, like I said, yeah. I mean, Kawhi having a great playoffs, but 27, 8, and 8. I mean, he had better numbers. <laughs> and look look at it. When LeBron went out, the Lakers was like 8 and 19. When Ka- Kawhi went out, they were 17 and 5. How much, how much did Blake Griffin average this year? Oh, Blake, Blake Griffin definitely should have been second team. He was 13. He was so 13. Right? Shouldn't have been second team. Paul George. Paul George. Shouldn't have been second team? He, he was first team, but he, he should have been team. second team? He shouldn't have been second team. Hell no. He should have been second Paul, team. That's what I'm saying. So LeBron's still third. And Mark, that's what I'm saying. If you take it, who you take, man, I'm taking Blake Griffin over LeBron. But they put, they put Blake at the power forward. Yeah, he's he still made it. Blake still made it. It's, it's power forward or just forward. I mean, I think it's two forwards. That's so. what I'm saying. So, that, no, I, what I'm saying is, in Lando's case, he said that he should have been second team. Blake no, Griffin? No, no, he no. said Brian should have. No, I'm saying if you're going to take a nigga up, Blake Griffin should have been higher than Brian, in my opinion. I just think, though, when you look at, like I said, I, I, and Blake is my guy. I wouldn't mind seeing Blake second team. But I just feel like LeBron numbers and seeing how the team reacted when he was gone and how Kawhi team, they still were 17-5 without him. And I just, like. And the All-Star, though. He's just on the right side of the country. <laughs> that's a nigga we know should not be an all star. I mean, I'm saying Brandon Ingram wouldn't be an all star in the East. Definitely wouldn't. That's what I'm saying. So they, like, them niggas not all stars. One thing I find interesting is Lonzo Ball, Brandon Ingram, and LeBron James only played 23 games together. Yeah. They won like 70% of them games, probably. That's, 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 that's I feel like that's yeah. fucked up. Like, if they, they would be in the. They I think the that's the biggest thing. <laughs> if they, if they was, yes! They would be in the West Coast Finals if if they was LB. <laughs> I don't know. It, it depends on who how they seed it would have went. They went eighth, of course not. But if they would have well, went like they'd have been with a Do you think that team could have beat the Rockets? Lucky probably. Yeah, yes. It depends. It depends on what LeBron James was saying. Cause the Chris Paul we seen, I, I don't think them niggas could have beat nobody. Who would have checked James Harden? Who would have checked LeBron James? Nobody. It's the same thing. And then it's like, Chris Paul, if he going to go out there and do that shit, then, I, yeah, I think I'm going to put up some yeah, good numbers. Yeah. I'm talking about scoring-wise. Do you think that on a consistent basis that Brandon Ingram would have been able to outscore Eric Gordon? It de- I, I ain't going to lie. Eric Gordon, he shriveled up, too. Like, them niggas came up a lot shorter than what. James Harden kept, he kept his thing. He did his thing in the postseason. Except for the last couple games. He teed it off a little bit. He going to do it. Chris Paul got to an argument. That he yeah, didn't he's a bitch. Chris Paul a bitch. He probably just got tired of that nigga. He probably like, hey, bro, you know, you got to score. Sometimes you, fucking got, the team up, sometimes bro. you look at the box score. And you be like, hey, bro, you got to step it up. Like, you know they paying you more money than me, right? <laughs> or more money than all these niggas combined. You ass. <laughs> we could have did, did something else with that money, bro. Could have kept Lou. Lou Williams, Montrezl Harrell, Patrick Beverly. That's what I gave up for you, right? You ain't helping a nigga. Man. So, I, that's why I, I think they could have beat the Rockets. Yeah. For sure could have beat the Trailblazers. You know, all things considered when they're them not playing. Them niggas... We don't even really got to talk about them niggas. They let the team down. It is growing pains, I think. No, I think it's. I mean, I think it's just they hit the they hit the brick wall. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> this is what they uh, wanted, and then this is what they got. I think Dame unfortunately got like something similar to what's going on. With, like I was saying with Kawhi, he was hurt. He was playing decoy, but he don't got good niggas on his team. You know what I'm saying? It's like Myers Leonard had a game in his life, but when it came down to it, it was like Dame and CJ didn't know how to turn that switch on. They didn't know how to say, all right, well, I've given the ball to Mike Leonard all game. I've given the ball to Evan Turner all game. Now it's my time. They was up 17, 18 points above the few days. But that I'm saying, you see that happening where it's like, defensively, we suck. Now we get kind of locked up. I got to go to Bucket. <laughs> and it wasn't just that. CJ played awful. Yeah, CJ played awful. He got locked up. 
Nah, and that in that second game at Oracle, that nigga was open a lot. Oh, you know, no, he not like he shit. Was they was up. <laughs> like the shit. thing is, a lot of them games they were up. He was missing three. Yeah, wide open, wide open. It's almost like, hey, bro, step in next time. But uh, you can't win. And, and it was weird because he just had the whole conversation about the mirror and shit. And his brother telling him, yeah, you got to show him different views and you know what to do. He didn't know what to do clearly. Mm-hmm. Not this series. Yeah, that's it. No. And then they just, I mean, stuck there at the series of his life. Draymond Green, they had no answer. It really was just Draymond Green. Yeah. Draymond Green just got the game fueled up. He just could not be stopped. And it kind of... Oh, so this is also the other question before we get back to all the all shit. Are the Warriors better without Kevin Durant? No. Of course not. I mean, better is like a stupid question. They're more entertaining, for sure. But like better, I mean, duh. Nah. I would also <laughs> even go to say maybe they are a little bit tougher to guard without Kevin Durant. Because you know he's going to ball stop. And that kind of puts an onus in focus. Like, you still have to pay attention to, to Steph Curry and Klay Thompson, but they're more stagnant in their, their position because they don't want to cut off one of his lanes. As where he's not on the court, then Clay and Steph can just run around the whole time. And then it leads you to, all right, you got to pay this much attention to them. That's how Kevin Looney scored 15 points. And Jordan Bell scored 11. Like, you know, shit like that. That don't happen when Kevin ran out there. I think it just helped for, like, they don't get down 17 points at, like, a half or some shit like that. Cause he just you just got a bucket automatically right there, and you just go back and play defense, and you got another bucket yeah, on the other side. So that's like if it just keep them in the game, cause it's it's not fair. Yeah, but. just make them unbeatable. Yeah, one hundred percent. Um, should Bradley Beal have been NBA, all NBA anything? No, well, I don't think I mean, so. talent wise, he's better than Kemba, but you know, I think it's just weird when you come down to it because looking at it, I think Steph missed like. Close to 20 games. Draymond missed close to 20 games. Clay Thompson played the most out of all of them. I think his consistency, like he said, you go to five finals. He's been doing this shit for a minute. I think he, he deserves a little bit more credit than he got. And that's not to say Clay like the greatest nigga in the league, but he's been too consistent for too long. Like, even with him having down years probably in scoring and shooting, he still was efficient as hell. He was, He didn't have, like, an amazing year, though. He was on defense team, though, wasn't he? That was the first time, I think. First time on defense. First time. But I, I can see his ups, him being upset because I was going to ask him next. Cause, I mean, you missed out on Max money yeah. just for not being a part of a team. That's kind of also kind of stupid. The sure, Max sure. contract is kind of stupid when you think about it. Like, yeah. I don't know who signed off on this or what made them think this was a good idea. This is a bad idea. <laughs> like, the fact that Giannis can make $56 million is, like, I think outrageous. the CBA tried to get around... And this super is, team, right? Not just super teams, but also, like, the players fought for things as far as, like, being able to get that fatter contract faster to where it used to be longer into your, your you know, career where you had to have certain accolades and your age played a part into it and the amount of contracts you had had before to where now they just wanted to, to boost it up to where everybody kind of have a big-ass payday. So it was kind of like you see now levels to where Clay's still getting five years, $190 million, but he just missed out on that last one. It's like, that's kind of stupid. To where you put this... In the, the hands of a nigga that just write papers all day. Yeah, it's just it's just the owners like they just they definitely small market teams won't be able to keep their guys and, and so it won't yeah hundred percent. But like I said, it's yeah. even with that that's backfiring because you're a small market team like let's say Indiana or the fucking Pelicans, and you you don't make one of them teams. You know what I'm saying? Like the Carlton Towns didn't. Yeah, you fucked. They still go off you the most though, and that's they yeah. offer you the most then. But that's that's kind of yeah. what I was saying. To where it's like they try to get everybody an opportunity to get a max like yeah. contract, but it's right. just like you could miss out on thirty two million, yeah. which is fucked up. But you know, like I say, you know, I don't want nobody missing out on no prayer, but that's better for the Warriors. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, that's about it. 
Pretty Sorry. much, pretty much. Um, you think Kevin Durant leaving? Yeah, he gone. Where you think he going? Man, New York. I, I think New York, man. York, York. I think that would be stupid. It would be stupid, but I, it's I Kevin Durant. I don't think it'd be so stupid, man, because I'm never going to really give him credit for that. I think the he should go to the Golden State. That's going to be tough in the West, though. He ain't going to want to see Golden State like I that. this Clippers shit is just like some shit niggas is saying. They, they just they got Jerry West, West, West and they got money and yeah. they even with the money they still have Montrez Harold Lou Williams and could do something for Patrick Beverly. I feel like niggas know it's the Clippers though. Like the Clippers is one mean, of the things. Like, on the flip side of how legendary the Knicks is and that being a Mecca, like he would be rewriting a whole new pathway with the Clippers. Anybody goes to the Clippers and win. You like literally in the history books. Shit, you might go to New York and win. Like, yeah, no, no, I just said that. It's yeah, the same thing, shit. but they have done something no, before. New York like, can be bigger. No, they ain't done nothing. They they no, no, I'm saying the Clippers <laughs> don't, ain't never been to shit. Yeah, but I'm just saying, like, the, the New York. Yeah, the Lakers. New, LA can always be a Laker town. Yeah. No matter what. It's like you competing against yourself. Like, yeah, yeah you probably going to go in basketball history, and next day it's going to be like, oh, shot to them. But you go in New York, yeah. you get them ignorant ass motherfuckers a championship, they'll suck his dick for the rest of his life. He down there would never have to do anything else. Okay. And that's not. <laughs> I'm, I'm just saying. <laughs> that's gay. He wants to be appreciated. Like, you see him arguing back and forth with people on Twitter. It's always been Kevin Durant versus the Warriors. Yeah. But something like Cruz Bazaar. Them two got a good relationship, and not the KD trying to like downplay it and shit like that. And he just mad. Chris was all telling the truth. Is it text and DM? Are them the same thing? Yeah, I mean, yes. Y'all no, contacted. No, yeah, y'all so, contacted each other. Like y'all was contacting. He said text. Nah. He said like it was more personal. Yeah, but they, like, he know? got Kevin Durant number. I mean, his terminology just made it seem like yeah, you know, we'd be kicking in. I think that's what rubbed Kevin Durant the wrong way, because in his mind it was like you know. I do this on Twitter. You know what I'm saying? I come out and respond to a nigga when it don't got to be a famous person. And when Chris Bouchard said it, it made it seem like they had a relationship. And I think that's what bothered Kevin Durant. It was like, nigga, I just was telling you some shit because I didn't agree with what you said. It wasn't like I was coming. Like, I felt like in his mind, he heard it like, oh, this why, nigga, why he putting it, it out like I'm sharing this shit there. But why is he going back and forth? Like, he's just so sensitive. That's why I think he's going to New York because he's going to be loved. Like, he, he's still not happy. He's still not feeling like he ain't appreciative. Yeah, that's that's all it is. I don't know. I don't even think. I don't, look, man, I've been game planning for this shit, bro. I got it down to a science. The Warriors got that draft pick. We can pick up a backup point guard. Sean Livingston, he's going to retire. He's going to release that nigga. We're going to pick up a small forward. It's going to be cool. It's going to be cool, man. We don't need that nigga. Yeah, he shouldn't have came there in the first place. Uh, all right, what else before we get into the movie? Uh, just NFL. Like, the, the Lions, uh, they've been moving around different people at guard. Um, like I said, Glasgow, they think about putting Frank at, uh, at center. Um, it's supposed to be like an NFL 40-yard dash combine test. So, Ted Gann says he's going to win it. I think it's supposed to be like some money and shit involved. He, I seen him challenge somebody. Like, he said, if you think you're faster than me, come yeah. race me. Yeah, come race. Yeah. So, yeah. then 40-yard the, dash together. But then the fastest dude, that little high school dude, that light-skinned, well, that white dude, yeah. challenged him and Ted Gann didn't mess him back. What do I have to gain? A couple niggas challenged the nigga, actually. Yeah. He didn't answer him back. He, what? He said he's going to do it, though. So, he said, you know, he's going to race, so. That's something Zeke Zeke Elliott. Why don't we do? How come Ted Ginn won't do like uh, who can catch the most deep balls challenge? He lose. Not a good challenge. <laughs> <laughs> he can't, challenge. can't focus on the ball. He running too fast. He running too fast. Focus. All right, who could catch this punt and not fumble it in the NFC Championship game challenge? Well, yeah, like that. Who could just catch the damn ball? Um, <laughs> but um, yeah, Zeke got into like a fight or something with a security guard or bumped into a security this, guard. This is the thing. Like when Be Nice was describing like the rapper stuff and niggas going to jail type shit. When you hear that, you just like, that's just what rappers do. That's just 
that's just rappers being rappers in real life. This is just football players being football players in real life. I just think don't Zeke, stop being a dickhead. I just, I just think Zeke paid millions. I think Zeke is just on such a tight like rope, man. He he just got to protect himself better, man. He was like they said he was arguing with his girl about the hitter, and security guard jumped in. It's just like just he can't be in that situation. Definitely a contract year too. So trying to get his money. Hopefully he can just stay out of okay. out of. TV is they just need to like chill that. out, man. Tyreek. Oh, that's another question. Who do you think or who do you want to be on Hard Knocks? Raiders. The Lions, really, but the Raiders for sure. Would you be okay with like the Lions to, being on there? No, because I, I think it's just going to be us seeing the collapse. I would, as much as I hate John Gruden, that shit is going to be so entertaining that, yeah, I would have to agree with Austin. It's going to be Williams. hilarious. It's going to be funny. And we can't get the Browns again. That's really fucked up. No, we can't. I want to get the Browns again. Don't do the Bengals again. I, I I just do a team that people are interested. in. I think it's in. just no point in Bengals. Yeah, like they've been on their way too many times. Like do a team that everyone's interested in. Talk to Matthew Stafford too for chugging that beer. Apparently, Aaron Rodgers couldn't chug the beer. He tapped out like a pussy. Tapped out like a bitch, and then Matthew Stafford just downed that hoe. I don't I don't like Matthew Stafford chugging out a beer. Whoa! No, no, what are like, we doing? Listen, he needs to be focused. Did you see how Aaron Rodgers drunk that beer? He sipped it. He, no, he, know, try, he tried to take it. <laughs> he, 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 one second. Who did he get? Game of Thrones. Yeah, we just was waiting. Yeah. Like, yeah, exactly. His left tackle been showing him up at every fucking yeah, game. Just dropping them bitches. Yeah, yeah, he ain't got the coder chick. You see his, his, his girl? Yeah. Nice little black tenderoni. Shout out to David Bakhtiari. Fuck Aaron Rodgers. He with the owner's daughter. I don't think that's his chick. Yeah, he just was with her. Drake shooting shots. I don't know. I don't know about that, but nah. I mean, all I care about is winning on Sunday. Hold on, man. Whoa. He drinks scotch. He drinks scotch I'm anyway. Couldn't stop a lot of slack, man. He got, he got a lot going on his personal life. I just want to see him go out there and play. I want to see him win. No, I no, no, no. Good. I don't want to put no pressure on him, man. No. I want to see him play. Hey, I'm not going to hold anything on him, but I just want to see him win. No, I don't. I do too. Yeah. But right now, he got a lot big. He got a lot of his plate, man. Yeah, and got too much of his plate. Shout out to his wife. She's doing a lot better. Yeah, so, man. You know what I'm yeah. saying? I just want him to, you know what? Football second, man. Family first. Only first, Lonnie. You gotta learn lessons. Yeah, we are your family. We watch too many. We watch too many sports movies lately for you not to be learning these life lessons. You, you acting like Mister Three Thousand right now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Stan Rose. Who the boss? <laughs> I'm Stan. I'm Stan. <laughs> right, let's talk about Mister Three Thousand. Let's get right into it, dog. Mister Three Thousand. Uh, go ahead. What was your thoughts on this over overall? Bad movie. Ooh. I ain't gonna lie. It was way better than what I thought. It's hey, funny, listen, but it's bad movie. I love Bernie Mac so much, and I have re- I love watching him on TV. That that just brought back so many memories. I really like Mister Three Thousand. I love Angela. Everybody know I, I got a big crush on Angela. So I I, I love I love. Everybody didn't know that. Oh, I, I, know that. <laughs> I do. I do. I do. I love Angela. But um, yeah, I love I, I like the movie a lot, man. Very very funny. It movie. was definitely better than what I remember. I remembered it being like garbage. But like I, no, I was watching when I was a little kid. It's not a horrible movie. It's just like it ain't the best. It's movie. like it's clearly bad. Yeah. It's clearly dumb, cheesy. But it's like I like I like Stan Ross. Stan Ross is just a good guy. He's just a good funny nigga. Good character, funny dude. Um, all right, so let's get into it. The number one on the on the criteria is actual sport slash realism. Lando, what did you give it? Um, you know, I gave it a, uh, I gave it a seven on that. Ooh. Yeah, because, um, like I said, we've seen high-headed baseball players before. He kind of got that look, definitely that baseball card look with Bernie Mac's smile. 
Um, and 3,000 is a memorable step. That is definitely something a lot of hitters, I mean, a lot of baseball players don't get. Can't Every swing. hitter won't. So, yeah, um, I, I give it a 7. B9? I gave it an 8. Just kind of similar things, like the storyline, some of the stuff that was happening just seemed like some baseball shit. And his career afterwards. Like, them niggas going to obscure, like, you know, kind of jobs. 3,000 watts. Yeah, like, opening weird-ass <laughs> shit through you, like... Some strange shit, you know what I'm saying? They be having car washes and car lots and restaurants and shit like that, but it be themed in what they used to do, you know what I'm saying? Because they got to let you know who it is. And I, I think all that type of shit was just believable. And then having him come back in his age, I think you could do that in baseball. Because they got designated hitters and shit. He played first base, which is weird. Well, no, National League don't have designated hitters. That's weird. I don't have to make that specific for me. National League, he, he had to play. Because they let the pitchers hit. Yeah, 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 yeah. The pitchers yeah. Hit so that's, like that's, that's... That, Fucked added, up. that yeah. added some realism to it. Yeah. Um, I ended up giving him a five, though. Just because me and Lando couldn't pinpoint where he was in the season. <laughs> like, because at the beginning, it was like they were doing spring training, and he asked him, did he miss it? And he was like, no. Nah. And then when he wanted to come back, it was like 11 games left in the season. I just didn't. It wasn't registering to me. I'm like, hold on. What the fuck is going on? And then I just felt like if it's that many games left, they wouldn't do that shit. Right. So I, I didn't know. I just didn't know what time, how the timeline was looking. Yeah, I agree. I, I definitely agree with that. If they were, like, desperate for tickets, but even then, though, it'd be the next season. Storyline slash underdog. Be nice. I mean, Lando, what'd you give it? I gave a seven on that, too. Okay, like I said, I, I definitely like the story. I like um, the actors, the, the baseball players in it. And I like him and um, Angela's relationship. That would be nice. Hold on one second. I think you gave it a six. Uh, yeah, I gave it a six. Yeah. Mm. And I, I just felt like it wasn't really, I don't know, it just was hard to really root for the shit. Like, the storyline was cool. Underdog shit was like, eh. It really went an underdog. Yeah, it was like, you know what I'm saying? He, he was a superstar. He just old as yeah, fuck. But, yeah, that's what I'm saying. He old, and definitely he couldn't get his hit going. And, he shouldn't you know, have been doing the shit. And, and that's what Angela was like, no, I love you. Like, no, you, you think I can hit? And she's like, no. I think it's fucked up. Like, oh, nigga so ordered his shit and came back on some. No, he ain't got that. Yeah. should have kept that shit to themselves, bro. That's yeah. fucked up. Kind of couple games and twice. He thought everybody, shit. like, gave up on him and stuff. Like, Yo, oh, you don't believe in me. <laughs> you old as fuck. <laughs> also, that also kind of gets to my realism, too. Like, why didn't he just play the next year? You could have got one more hit in the next season. Then you just retired. Yeah. I guess it was well we'd get to the end of the shit like that. Uh but so I ended up getting a storyline of eight. I thought it was a pretty good story. Yeah. Like an old nigga, he wanted to come back, he wanted you know, he took his hits away, he just felt like he gotta get him because he, he felt like that's all he got. Like what would he what would young Stan Ross as old Stan Ross if he met him right now? Fuck all the grand. <laughs> <laughs> like shit like that. So that was uh, that was silly. Um Oh man, what was uh So for number three, we gotta get uh, on the field slash on the court play. Uh, how was the on the field play to you? I gave it a nine because I, I thought definitely a T Rex. He definitely looked like like an athlete. They looked like a baseball athletes in the movie. It wasn't one person I could say you know kind of like with Bull Durham. You kind of look bad oh, now. This guy don't. But this one, yeah, everybody looked like to be like a major league athlete type build. That'd uh, be nice. I gave it a six. I think similar. It was like more like major league to me. They had actual athletic people, but the. The baseball play itself was just, yeah, it was, it was all right. I, I gave it a six, too, just because, like, even with, like, it kind of was similar to Bull Durham, whereas a lot of these baseball movies that we've seen lately is just, like, pitcher-hitter type yeah. shit. It's like pitcher-hitter. And it's like, 
Wait till we watch Angels in the Outfield. <laughs> <laughs> I was saying, like, I, I don't know. I just, like, I think it's just more to baseball and just that. But it was also, like, you don't really see too many, like, like I said, like, you don't see enough baseball. But you, you don't know, see enough double plays. But, but you know baseball. You can see a home run or baseball is kind of like that's a boring sport to like to show ground ball. Like you kept saying, like, don't you still talk about that damn ground ball? Like, <laughs> that was funny. That was funny. like <laughs> you don't want to see so many ground balls and foul balls and shit like that. Like, you don't. You you really don't. And like yeah. now, baseball is kind of like a, a walk a walk home run yeah, hit type. But it's like I I just didn't see enough like outfield play except when he was just running the first base and shit like that. So yeah. I don't know. As you actually know, it's, it's two more angels in, angels in the end zone, angels in the infield. I see angels in the end zone. I see no one watching. No, we ain't gonna watch that. On TBS. Watch on video, man. On TBS app. Number four, acting slash humor. Lando, what you give it? I give that a ten. Yeah, I gave it a ten. So what you give it? I gave it a nine. I I ain't seen nothing that I would give a ten yet. It was just it was just Bernie was a ten. Yeah, and I think. Like, I didn't really like T-Rex's character. He was trying to be funny. So, I guess I like that was kind of funny. I didn't really like, get his, like, turnaround. Yeah. Just because that's also kind of fucked up. Like, the amount of games you going to end up like, I mean, he he like you. He done did this all season. He don't give a fuck about these dumbass names. But sometimes you got to hear from a nigga that done been there before. No, it's just like, like, damn, I'm looking at you. Your life kind of suck, bro. I don't want my life to suck. Yeah, you know, so you, and it's like, from the you outside, look, yeah, from the outside <laughs> looking at you, you can kind of see a nigga hating themselves. You're like, damn, this nigga don't look happy. Yeah, like I don't he keep putting a show on. He looked just like me, but I can tell he ain't happy. Yeah, I'm not happy either. I don't want to be not happy when I'm this nigga. Hey, that's fucked up. Yeah, so he kind of turned around. So I was cool with that. Uh, number five, inspiration. Lando, what you give it? I gave it seven. Ooh, I gave it seven. and and the reason why I I did that is because look, I, I'm getting older like myself, and you know I remember last year I, I put on some pads with the kids and it felt good. Just to get back out there, man. Because you always feel like you're losing it. You can't do it. And, you know, I always like to see old guys get out there and, and, and compete. So, yeah, that's why I gave it that. Man, what'd you give it? Four. Ooh. I just, like I said, the old nigga storyline was just like, I guess. Because you do, people had the, the the possibility to play a long ass time in the Major League Baseball. If you got good enough hitting. Yeah. yeah. You know what I'm saying? But for a nigga to come back, I just didn't care enough. You know what I'm saying? And like I said, Bernie, as his character, carried the storyline, but like if it had been somebody else, the movie would have been horrible. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Uh, I, I ended up giving it an eight, actually. I was inspired kind of because it was it was just like a cool story to see how he changed, especially when she asked him, like, what were you before Mr. 3000? And it's like it almost kind of puts stuff in perspective. Like these milestones, these awards you get, you know, they mean something now, but would they really mean something? What do they mean overall? If everybody think you a jackass or everybody think you an yeah. asshole or, you know what I'm saying? And then, like, the fact that he kind of did that just for them to get third place was not even in the playoffs. So, they season just ended right there. That just inspired me. Like, he really put himself over something major to him, you know? And I thought that was pretty cool. I didn't know baseball word like that, though. I thought if it was out, like, both the niggas was out. No, no, yeah. If you if he, if he get it home, like say he, he can't yeah. Play out. But really, really, some, really some whole shit on the pitcher, right? He, he wanted to care more about yeah. getting not he letting him hit <laughs> and then winning the fucking game. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's like you care more about not bringing, not getting that hit than that. Like he clearly was on third. Yeah. He was gonna win. So I was like, I, I don't know, man. I guess he didn't want to prolong the game. Doing that though, they probably I don't know, bro. That also go to the realism. That shit just too <laughs> much of an asshole move. 
I, well, you had a bunch of niggas that were walking Barry Bonds. They're like, you no, can, I, you ain't hitting I shit. I think that's realistic, too, because <laughs> there, there was a lot of, like, even when we seen him in the Bull Durham, there was a lot of egos and people. Yeah. I ain't gonna lie, it just seemed like baseball players tend to be jackasses. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. it just kind of flow with the boat, you know what I'm saying? Uh, number six, adversity. I know what you give it. Uh, I gave that a nine, too. Like, like you said, he was out of shape, had to get back in shape. Um, like you say, the three hits, he'd been talking a lot of shit. And I like the scene like well, when a guy dropped a beer and stuff. He's like, hold on now. I wasn't ready for that one. <laughs> and he dropped a beer to catch it. And, you know, so I felt like he fought through adversity and then apologized to his coach and shit like that. So, he came through. I gave it a fold, man. I just didn't believe this shit. You know what I'm saying? It was like, and I and I did like his transition as far as the workouts for the fat nigga. He was doing like the, he wasn't fat. He was a bigger dude. But he was doing the weak ass like little dumbbells and shit. And he was like, come on now. You know what I'm saying? Talking to him. He can't lift him. You know, that little medicine ball looking like just a terrible athlete. That was funny. He saw the bench press. Like, all right, baby. Ain't nothing you don't want to do. Nah, nah. You start over here. You start over here. <laughs> but it's just like, that shit too unbelievable. <laughs> I can't buy into his turnaround that fast. Like, granted, you're athlete you can turn it on but the nigga was old as shit you know, I can't buy into that too much I, I gave it I think I gave it a 7 I wanna say I ended up giving it a 7 just based off the fact like it wasn't easy when he got back out there he didn't like yeah. you said he was 258 he was ass it was like even the thought of just being an old he really was in like a normal dude just out there trying to hit just to get hits <laughs> like and this, he was just trying to get hits. Like that nigga said, like you still talking about that ground ball, old nigga. Like, like you still own that shit. Dog? You ain't even get a hit for that. Nigga, you was out as soon as you touched. It's like, no, shut the fuck up. Yeah, that's how the was hitting that nigga, dog. Like he couldn't even really get on base. That shit was hard for that nigga. Dog. I had to respect that. That shit was funny. Um, romance slash bromance. I know what you give it. I get that too. Yeah, that's him. Wow. I, yeah, he was. I, I like Angela. I mean, and I like the relationship that he built with the guys after, you know, when T-Rex was like, hey, man, you see him get the first and stuff like that? They all start joking. And then he let the team down, man. He had to choose between Jay Leno and the team and shit. And, you know, he let them down and, you know, they made up for it. But, you know. I mean, they I really wasn't even sick about that. That's why I, ca- I gave it a six. Well, I think, I think Angela, Angela was more Angela sick. Angela was more yeah. sick. The team really ain't give a fuck. Mm. I gave it a seven. I just they had a good relationship. We seen like some some bonding, how they, you know, had they they passed shit and you know, they kinda worked through that. And then with the team it was like he was an outsider and a dickhead and it was other dickheads in there, but he kinda meshed and he kinda figured out his way to like he found himself and got them. So I thought that was cool, you know what I'm saying? The where he saw so many bad routes that he took, he's like, I don't really want these niggas doing that. And he kinda just meshed with them and grew with them. I thought that was cool to see like a mentorship almost. I gave it a six just because it was solid. Like, it really wasn't... Like, you you kind of already figured him and Angela Bass was going to be together. Uh, it wasn't really too much, like, extra chemistry brewing. It, like, clearly they already had something before. And then it was just like, I guess it's just going on. Like, this is just going to happen. And then, like, well, I mean, Cheddar Bob fucked with him. But, it was like, it really was just Cheddar Bob and T-Rex. The other dudes was kind of just like, oh, yeah, we, you know, Stan Ross in the locker room. Yeah. All right. It's like they gave him the walker and shit like that. Yeah, I was saying like they kind of just like fucked with him, but it was like couldn't cuss. That was yeah, that was funny. That was funny. <laughs> I'm on my black ass. Oh, that's a good person. Compelling hero slash life lesson. Yeah, I gave that one a seven. Ooh. Like I said, I, I took a took away life lesson from it. Um, you know, he uh, 
he definitely uh the way you treat people, you gotta treat you gotta treat people nice, man. And like I say, he was a jackass to the media, he was a jackass to his players the and mascot. the manager to the mascot, to just to everybody. And, and then at the end of it, like you saw, he was like by himself and shit, man. So it definitely teaches you a life lesson that like you gotta treat people better uh, throughout life. No matter how big you are, you still gotta treat people better. I think for me I gave that a six. I just kind of piggybacking off Lando. Like, when he had his ceremony, ain't nobody coming there except for that fat nigga. It was like, he played with for half a season or some shit like that. It wasn't really even his man. He's a big horse. Yeah. He's a, when you when they tie your jersey, you have big horse. Like, who's that? Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> that shit was just fucked up because he was kind of like acting like he didn't really care, but then he's naming off. Yeah, you know, such and such might be there. Then ain't none of them niggas come. So it's like, damn. He just had a revelation of like, I was an asshole. You know what I'm saying? He kind of tried to roy that shit like it ain't matter, but that shit did. And he just found himself. He grew as a person. He tried to, you know, make the better things. And for me, I kind of just took that like Lando said, as be, you know, a better person. But also, it's never too late to change. Like, you could be old as fuck, but you ain't got to be stuck in your ways. Like, if you see the wrong and the faults in your shit, bro, be better. Like I said, I gave that a six. It it The storyline is just falling apart because it's like, I don't believe none of this shit. But it's like, it is a little tidbits and like, you, the humor was amazing. And then, like, it is storylines where you're like, you know, it is kind of inspiring how you... Just getting in there, you know what I'm saying? You, now you can bench press, all that kind of shit. It's just hard to believe sometimes. So I was very average on a lot of this shit. Uh, I think I gave it a nine. I mean, I just think Stan Ross is just compelling. Yeah. I mean, and it was a life lesson. It was a lesson to come away with. Yeah. It ended up being like a pretty good story. And, you know, that, 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 like that. I just feel like it was shit you could take away from the movie at the end. Um, the look, size, build, the actors, I gave it a six. I, I, I Bernie Mac had a gut, you know. <laughs> like it was, it was kind of unavoidable. But you, but you know what? I mean, <laughs> I've seen some baseball players. Miguel Cabrera got a gut. Yeah, but also like Bernie Bay had like Bonds, small yeah. arms with the gut. Like, he looked yeah. like Bernie Mac in That's a baseball different. suit. Bernie Mac got like a lean beer gut. Hey, Miguel like, Cabrera is just a chubby nigga. Yeah, but he's stocky. I mean, Prince Fielder had a. a he's stocky guy. too, yeah, but he was like a big, big, big dude, stocky big motherfucker. Stocky like I he think, said, Bernie Mac got low ass arms. Hey, for a 47 year old. Whatever this, this muscle I don't like is up here, he don't got none of that, bro. No, trap, yeah. no traps. Yeah, he got no, no traps. For a 47 year old, man, he got the look. It is just something about Hell no. How old is Ty? Ty way more built than, 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 than Bernie Mac. Yeah. Yeah. So Ty better shape. But Bernie, <laughs> Mac, Bernie Mac don't be lifting weights. You saw he went to lift the weights to take care of him. He didn't look like the only T Rex, the only dude who looked like a baseball player. Bernie Bernie. Bob look like a baseball, and the the, the two Bernie like catchers, yeah, I can see that. Yeah, they, right. they look like baseball players. Versus like Bernie Mac, I see him. The nigga, he was he was struggling with yeah, them fifteen pound dumbbells. Oh man, if you if you ain't lifting though, that shit can be the heavy. The was just too unavoidable. Like when he had take the baseball shirt off and like it just be all the white tees, them bitches just sitting there. Ain't lucky had man boobs too. He just was bad built. He's out of shape. He's out of shape, but he just, he didn't look like no baseball player. <laughs> he, look, he never played baseball ever, for real. What'd you give it? I give it eight. Like I said, I like the, I like the look from everybody. And like I said, Bernie Bag just like oh, an older cat, you know? Seven. thought it was like you said, T-Rex was in a crazy shape. He looked like a nigga that could have really played baseball. Everybody else was, eh, you know. It's out of shape looking niggas in baseball. You know, if you play catcher or first baseman, like you said, Mickey is a big nigga. Prince Fielder was a big nigga. There's some people that fit weird body types, but Bernie Mac was just like distorted. <laughs> yeah, he just did. <laughs> he just that gut. I just, I was just looking at it like oh, this nigga has a gut. Like he looked more like a manager. 
I wish he would have been a manager at the end. I, I wish that would have been his ending instead of the ice It did look like that was his art. Yeah, it looked like he, he like had more passion play, yeah. teaching and shit. Uh, and then good villain slash opponents, I gave yeah. it a two. Yeah, it's the same thing here. I gave it a five just because, like you say, like, do you still tripping on that old nigga? T-Rex was clowning him for something. Are you saying say T-Rex was the villain? Yeah, for a minute. I, I mean, it, was. it wasn't really a villain in the movie. That's, and that's the thing. Like, that's why I feel like these baseball movies, they're so interpersonal. Like, they, they haven't been no big villain. Or even, like, sports. Like, the, like it is sports movie where there are opposing teams. Yeah, like Coach Carter. Or just, like, Miracle or some shit like that. Yeah, like, all shit like that. But it's like, we just haven't come across them yet. I mean, but I think more so with baseball, it's so many players, and the season is so long that it has to be interpersonal because every storyline is almost going to be like rooted in like brotherhood or like I, team bonding. I guess major shit. leagues had. I, I think the, just the teams we look, really. the teams we're looking at now they're not like competing for the World Series. No, that's all. Like, it's no, it's no. Baseball movies tend to be like like I said, it's building something. So it tend to be like knuckleheads or you yeah. know what I'm saying, some type of fight happening to where they got to bring everything back together. Whereas with basketball, they're competing for something. Like that's gonna be the arc of the story. Like oh, they was close to this championship. Rather than you don't see too many basketball movies about oh, these niggas ass. We're gonna talk about ass. Like the only one I can think of is is fucking Sunset Park, and they still competed for a championship at the end of that bitch. So it's always gonna be a turnaround where it's like, yeah, we weak and we gonna build the team up, but at the end we compete for something. Like, we gonna go to states or some shit, city, something gonna be at the end. Where baseball, they don't even you don't even have the time to know what the last game is. And then have a game like Bull Durham. I don't even know what none of them games was. They on a win streak. You don't know what the fuck happened with that team. That's minor leagues. Yeah, yeah that's that's minor league shit. They just playing a bunch of bullshit. Bullshit. <laughs> they were just playing whatever came across. They definitely didn't have no villain in that movie. It was just them niggas. Um, so that's about it. I gave it what I ended up getting what a sixty-seven. Be nice. Gave it a sixty. A sixty. Atlanta, you gave it a seventy-four. Damn, 74, man. So you put it up there. I fuck with it. I fuck with it heavy. Like I said, if, if we, like the movies that we done, if I had to choose to sit down and watch one, it would probably be The Waterboy, just how funny it is. But nah, I mean, I, I fuck with, I fuck with, uh, you know, Bernie Mac, man. So I liked it. So are we starting to go with two movies now? We think we can handle two. We can't be, actually, I, I mean, I watched He Got Game and shit. I mean, I, you know, I definitely, I gave that like a 77. And I gave uh, White Man Can't Jump an 80. So. Wait, bro. You, we, we can, yeah, but we can, when we get to time, we can break it down. I ain't gonna lie. I don't think White Man Can't Jump gonna get a super high score out of me. Me I and mean, Lando, we, it's a good movie. But as a sports, me and Lando. What is, what is super high? Probably higher than Bull Durham. Right now, Bull Durham is probably the highest movie what's, I got. What, what you got for that? 76 or something like that? 78. Yeah, I just don't. Me and Lando, I'm just, I'm just gonna take it away right here. There's like one thing I, that me and Lando noticed this on watching. I got I'm gonna rewatch it from the beginning. Shit, I didn't understand who was taking it out. Like, like <laughs> they made a shot. No, listen, you know you know what I'm talking about. They made Billy made a shot, and then they gave the other team the ball, <laughs> yeah. and then the other team made a shot, and they kept it, and they kept it, and then they made another <laughs> shot, and then they gave Billy the ball. Those I'm, weird rules. Yeah. But it's like the rules seem so universal. I, see, and I, I, don't, I don't even think it was, I just think it was like poorly shot. No, no, that's all it is. They, they, they tried to around. blend yeah. the beautiful cinematography of how the shots came. Because they was actually hooping. Them niggas yeah, actually yeah. play basketball. So they tried to mesh in, oh, this nigga on this play was killing them, and then it's the next bucket. Rather than it actually having some actual but, uh, flow. It was one time where they scored, and then it, it, it showed the transition, and they gave up. <laughs> but they just fucked up with that. Hey, but yeah, I, I felt like, like, 
Because I think you're talking about like towards the end where it was like ducking them that was playing in the bigger game. No, this is when they went to Watts with uh, they hustled when they hustled. Yeah, when they the dude that was getting them on the, the what's call it? The nigga kissed them on the cheek. Kissed them on the cheek. Yeah, yeah, they it was that one too. and the other game too. Like to, even towards the end, like the last. Because yeah. I, I know the game against like ducking them. That's a weird. It's like a weird flow in that shit. And the game where they go to the dude to get them on the Jeopardy lot. Yeah, it's yeah, like yeah. we shooting from Africa and shit like that. That's, that's weird. <laughs> See, I love that movie. <laughs> that's so fucking funny, man. That shit is funny. Like I said, everybody in that that movie actually played basketball or something. Like those are real. You know what I'm saying? The Hoopers. Them niggas played to some degree high school. Like we ain't watching this shit, but loving basketball. We oh, my watch, hips. I've oh, never seen loving basketball. We can watch loving basketball. It's a big soap opera down there. Man, basketball is, is terrible. It's, it's cool. I will say this: basketball is terrible. It's like it's a college play where this nigga Omar Epps just take a wild ass three, and like the power four just looking at him like, no, what the fuck. But um, but nah, we can watch that. He dribbled like a baboon, like a nigga. He don't dribble worse than Common though. And that one basketball. We not game. watching that. Like his leg out deep as hell. <laughs> put it between us. Hell, like that shit on HBO too. Yeah, yeah just, right. right, just right. Just right. We ain't watching it. We watching that? Hell no. So are we doing two movies? We can do two movies. Right, what two movies? Why? I know White Man Can't Jump. That's we, one. He got game. We will do those two. What's the movie where that's the just shoot? Fuck is you talking about? We came up there with the gun, right? A butter room, right? That's a butter room. Is that the movie where like number fifty like dunked that yeah. bitch? They went to watch that bitch. I got that on DVD. So ah, it's good. I want to watch that, but all right. So you saying he got game and white man can't and white man can't jump. So okay, we start we basketball. Do, we can do a butter room after that. All right, so we are doing basketball. Lando, you already saw the movie though. What? You just saw those. You just saw both of them. You just told us two scores for them. Yeah, I mean, so y'all want to do something else or? Let's do White Man Can't Jump. I want to do that one. Okay. Let's do something else, though. Another one. If we do He Got Game later, because you just saw that. That's just you cheating. Okay. Um. You know, let's, let's do Miracle, since that's on Netflix. That's on Netflix? Yeah. yeah. We do hockey. We can do Miracle. We ain't do the hockey. Like we watch the Mighty Ducks. <laughs> we gonna do, I love I the Mighty Ducks. We're gonna do Gridiron Game, but all right, we can do Miracle. We can do Gridiron Games. That's cool. No, I'll do Miracle. It's on Netflix. Yeah, it's on Netflix. Ain't no, they tell them, ain't no telling how long it's gonna be on Netflix. Yeah, you don't tell me. How long is that movie? About two hours long. Ooh. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Two hours. I don't see how dedicated we are. Shit. Let's watch it, bro. Fuck it. Man, a lot. Only reason I watched Bull Durham because it reminded me of a league of their own. Yeah. I would. I ain't gonna lie. I seen that bitch was an hour and forty seven. I'm, like, I'm not watching this. That shit. was good. Though. I ain't gonna lie. I fuck with Bull Durham. It's a song when he get cut. He go have sex with uh, Susan Sarandon. I like that song, though. Whatever that jazz was playing in the background, that was some smooth jazz. I didn't bro. like her character. Yeah, she was like, I didn't know how old she was. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know how old she was. I didn't know what the fuck she did. What did she do? Oh, she's like a groupie. Yeah, she's no, a but she knew baseball too good. She, she was sending them messages and shit like, hey, I thought a... she worked for the team. What you kind of do? She got to do it. She's a she super groupie. Yeah. It's too fluid. What did she do? She just tried to have sex with a player. She was the old groupie, too. And she was like hating on the young groupie. Like, you going to fuck the team up because you fucking everybody. She's doing too much. Like, you going to focus on one and get one right. And then next season, we get another one. She just was trying to. But I like Kevin Costner in that. Kevin Costner was fire. And that that was the movie that led him to do another baseball And I think it was cool because it was like Tim Robbins' character was just like, he was wily enough to just be a dickhead for real. Yeah. To where he kind of, and you can see that in movies like Nothing to Lose, where it's yeah. like, he's, you just wild as fuck. You look weird, you know what I'm saying? You got it's a cr- strange, crazy kind of look to you where he's doing awkward shit. And it's like, don't look fucked up because you look like a weird nigga. Yep. Definitely agree. All right. Well, All right, cool, man. It's, it's definitely an era piece, though, for me. I don't think it would have worked in the days. 
I don't know. That's a good. That's a good movie. It held up pretty yeah, strong for me. Nah, I'm not the saying. For sure I'm not that. saying. I'm just saying the concept. I don't think that would have worked. Nah, I mean modern leagues is that shit real? That shit a struggle. I don't know if the storyline. Yo, the story with it. I don't know. Because I, like, I feel like back then, and I, I can't. It's voted one of the best baseball movies. I can't time. say from from my point of view, but I just feel like back then, like in my mind, I mentally thought like. Niggas still playing in the ABA or going overseas to play basketball. You like, oh, this nigga just a regular person. Like, I don't know none of them niggas nowadays, so I don't know what their life is to be in the minor. But back then, I felt like suited. Like, oh, you broke as fuck. Like these niggas in beer parlors just drinking and dancing and shit. It's like they don't even take this shit serious. To whereas I think nowadays they do. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't think the storyline would have been able it's, to It's still the same resume. in the minor leagues, though. Them niggas be on buses. Yeah, they broke, but I, I feel like them niggas like, care. That actually, that's, that's, a, that's a, what they not broke. They get paid that's, a lot that's, more. That's also what I'm saying. Like now the, the they transition do. of right. life, they still broke compared to being a baseball oh, no, player. I, yeah, but like, in life, you them niggas, everybody down there. If you in AAA, they all got a nice car, probably. Yeah, shit yeah. like that, they probably they'd have to like upgrade it. Yeah, like the range of shit would be like, like what's yeah. what's the gain? Like how, like what's the gain from this? Like when he was on a bus telling everybody, but I'm saying like when he was on a bus telling like they carry your bags and all this other shit. I feel like some of that shit happened to niggas. But it's like it's also like saying that like. Four, five, the company, five, yeah, yeah. they're staying at like, Super or just like playing at Yankee Stadium versus playing at this bullshit there, yeah. like that. That shit, that shit still happens. Like I feel like it matters. Like a lot of people don't want to just stay in that league. You know, you always want to get to the everybody big. Everybody want to get to the big leagues. <laughs> That's, That's why I feel like, but also like, you know, I'm gonna find y'all hundred dollars. Ain't no way running. Like he's like, hurry up getting his meeting. Well, yeah, but that just shows you like the different times though. Yeah. Now they get paid a lot more now, but yeah. back then, yeah, hundred dollars like. In the 80s, like, hell yeah, fuck no, you ain't finding me $100. <laughs> <laughs> um, I mean, that's, that's it. That's, that's pretty it, much man. it. So, two movies. We can handle it. Miracle. White Man Can't Jump. And uh, I'm excited, dog. Can't wait till next week, dog. Let's do it. All right. All right, everybody else, take it easy. Hope you guys enjoyed it. Leave a like. Retweet the link when you see it. Favorite, subscribe, all that. See you later.